With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Merry Christmas. Welcome to our eight nights of street fights. Each day leading to Christmas, Brad and I will revisit every WWE miracle on 34th Street Fight. Brad, we are turning back the clock to 2014. This is our fourth installment. We are looking at the match that pitted Bray Wyatt against Dean Ambrose. Yes, I said that right. Bray Wyatt against Dean Ambrose. Two of the biggest stars in wrestling in 2014. And I would argue two of the biggest stars eight years later, all the way now in 2022. Brad, I'm going to run through my notes on on this match, and then I want to hear what you think. Bray Wyatt ended up winning. That surprised me. I This may have been during my off period of wrestling. This would have been when I was in college near the end of my, my time at uh, University of Arizona. So maybe I was busy doing other things. But I had no clue of this. I was shocked. I was stunned. I was shook that the heel ended up winning. Uh, but some notes I have. Ambrose opening a gift with uh, a chair that was inside with a bow on it really got me i enjoyed that and i think the crowd did too this match to me how i put it in my notes was that it was a match that featured weapons rather than just a weapons match i say that because some of the the miracle on 34th bouts we're looking at were just so heavily based around the weapons the, the, the extinguishers the yeah, candy it's a, it's canes great point. right like that that was the money is just seeing someone get hit, hit over the head with a reef or a box Whereas this match, particularly near the second half, really felt like a wrestling match. And then the weapons were just merely accessories. I'm going to pause there. It sounds like you had that same takeaway. It felt more like a, a wrestling match than just Gimmick City. Yeah, but it but it also felt like not really what we saw in the other ones. Because they also went to a lot of gimmicks that had nothing to do with Christmas. The the table spot, all of the chairs. One of the, They put a bow on one of the chairs to, to, to count it like a Christmas present. I think. Um, but otherwise there wasn't a lot. There was the shove through all of the boxes that were lined up as an obvious wall that somebody was going to get shoved through. Uh, that I did. I didn't love that. Cause it's like, why are they stacked like that? They're just, we know what you're doing. Let's <laughs> make it a little less obvious, but um, I, I did. I did like a lot of the stuff that, that was in this match, but you're right. It was definitely a, a wrestling match that featured weapons more than it was a gimmick weapon it was not a minnesota minnesota ice fight or whatever that thing was yeah, called minneapolis street fight full, full gear gross uh you know i i say that and i appreciate your thoughts and, and you acknowledging me um i say all this though if i look back here at what i put and bray wyatt didn't win from a uh, sister abigail he won after driving ambrose into the turnbuckle which had a candy cane, Singapore cane, uh, just hanging out there, just wed. Yeah. So, yeah. so Ambrose takes it to, to the dome and then uh, 
falls to the to the mat. Bray Wyatt pins him one, two, three. That was unique. I I did not expect that. I don't loathe it. It was different. However, what I did not love was this finish, the, the post-match angle in which Bray wins, yes. but then Dean Ambrose attacks him, sets him up on the table, and then, uh, to your point, Brad, puts him through a table, right? Dean Ambrose jumps off the, the, the turnbuckle. I think it was kind of like an elbow drop. Yeah. Uh, to me, that felt a lot. I guess this is an AEW-centric episode. This post-match angle felt a lot to me like Chris Jericho versus yep. Eddie Kingston. 100%. And that shark week. Was that a barbed wire everywhere? Is that yeah, what they did? That's when he like tore up his legs on the barbed yeah, wire. Yeah. Where Jericho, in very controversial fashion, ended up winning that match. Painmaker Jericho. Right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. But then Kingston got his receipt after. Yeah. Felt a lot like that. If you're going to have the heel win, I would just want them to win. I also yeah. think my final note this was in 2014. So I think for a lot of Bray Wyatt fans, this was where his character was shifting to a place where he just became more of a gimmick and less of maybe our generation's version of the undertaker where he, he's spooky and he's winning. And, you know, I think 2014, 2015, he was starting to shift. And unfortunately due to booking and character inconsistencies, perhaps the fan base wasn't taking him as seriously mm-hmm. as we should have. I never want Bray Wyatt to go through a table. Like this dude eats worlds. I, I don't need to see him go through a table after winning a match, ever. Uh, so that was a little disappointing, but yeah. it's just wild to me that we got this match and then you fast forward eight years later and these two dudes are talked about as much as anyone, especially on our weekly weekly episodes. Yeah, and you know who else is talked about a lot still these days despite not wrestling for a long time? The host of this episode, Ho Ho Hogan. Oof. Bray Wyatt came out to a promo, a good one. A very good one. He started singing Christmas music very creepily. And then the what chants started. The dreaded what chants. Some of the worst what chants. By the end of it, they weren't doing it anymore. Either they petered out or Bray is just that good. I thought the 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 match was really good. Uh, I thought the... I was waiting to see what would push somebody through the boxes. It ended up being a Ambrose Tope. Uh, that, was, that was a good one, too. Um, tossing through the chairs, the chairs with the, with the bows. And then there's a table, more chairs, more chairs. The kendo cane came back out. Uh, and then a ladder, uh, the, the turnbuckle kendo stick, I thought was really good. Good. Uh, the danger that that one had in it, that that's what I kept thinking. It's like, I'm glad it finished the match because it didn't look great on TV. The way that it, that ended up. Because the kendo stick kind of flung forward. If it was really wedged in there, it would have looked great. If it was really wedged in there, John Moxley would be dead, or at least without an eye. So I was going to say, yeah, yeah. Said we don't. We already had Rey Mysterio lose an eye. We don't need anybody else around that time. Actually, a lot of eyeball stuff. Then um, there was one of the longest, the longest headlock rest holds I have ever seen on a Raw. It was like four minutes long. This match was about eight minutes longer than it needed to be. Yeah, this was a long match. But to to your point, uh, I, I I thought the creative finish was was good. I, I I dug it. It was surprising. I hated that it kept going afterward. Uh, and and they've done this a couple of times. I know there's a 
there's there's one coming up in, in when we talk about 2018s that was really gross to me uh but the fire extinguisher came out and then bray ends up getting taken through a table and and that's the end we send the people home happy because the baby face lost but the baby face won the won the war lost the battle um so to speak and then they could play dean ambrose's music uh, as as a way out which you know what on paper this looked like a and it was a really good match no no question this is a good one for tv this is a good one but uh seeing seeing bray wyatt versus dean ambrose just sort of sitting there as a street fight as a christmas street fight was pretty great i think this is one of i think this might be the match that uh john moxley talked about on an interview where he asked to do a whole bunch of stuff and it was all denied so they did what they could with chairs and stuff because i think he wanted to break ornaments and stuff uh and and do a whole bunch of other crazy stuff but they just wouldn't let him do it um because he's the one that wanted to take all the bumps but but whatever uh this this is fun for what it was we know what the era was in 2014 fun match yeah yeah and i uh, took note of uh just the the talent that was around and, and how the card was structured and if if we look at even the year prior brad when you and i had uh our, our third installment here where it was mark henry versus damian sandow the main event of that show in 2013 was a six-man tag cm punk john cena and intercontinental champion yes. big e against dean ambrose seth rollins and roman reigns yeah Crazy. Oh my gosh, my, my brain Hall really broke when I saw that. If we were to even get that in 2022, that would be one of the biggest matches of the entire year. I just it's it's amazing to me, knock on wood, how so many of the talent back then are still healthy and able to uh to work now in 2022. Again, just yeah. the names I listed, Brad. CM Punk, John Cena, Biggie, obviously wishing Biggie a speedy recovery. Um but then Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose, now John Moxley, Seth Rollins, these dudes are still titans in wrestling and are still mostly in the ring. The babyface side is a little cold right now. We don't know if yeah. we're going to see CM Punk again. John yeah. Cena is back in WWE, at least for a short period. And obviously, yeah. Biggie is, is Biggie. But uh, yeah, man, what a time in WWE. And I'm just so glad that we can still see Dean Ambrose, now John Moxley, and Bray Wyatt do their thing because they're phenomenal performers. Absolutely. Well, that was night four. That was Bray versus Dean, which is weird to say. It's weird saying Dean Ambrose and not John Mox. Right? Very, very strange. Uh, <laughs> thank you for joining us. Thank you for viewing. Thank you for listening. Uh, like the other nights, we're asking you to donate to the to a charity today we're asking you to donate to the united negro college fund you can go to uncf.org and you can find the donate links there or you can donate to any charity that you feel like is deserving of your time your money your resources uh, please check that out help people out and uh, give during this holiday season thank you for joining us again merry christmas and we hope you join us for tomorrow's eighth eight nights of street fights Miracle on 34th Street fight. <laughs> All the above. It's it's so complicated, but we appreciate <laughs> you joining us anyway. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.